Welcome to the Watershed Teaching Podcast. Watershed is the high school ministry of Perimeter Church in Johns Creek, Georgia. Perimeter Church is part of the Presbyterian Church in America. Watershed is a place where we hope high school students would connect, receive, and transform. We want to see students connect with God and others through healthy community, receive His truth through gospel-centered, grace-based teaching, and be transformed by the gospel to then go transform their world. Thank you for downloading this podcast. For more information, please visit us at www.perimeter.org slash watershed. So when my oldest daughter was about four years old, her favorite Disney princess was Snow White. And sure, she she loved Snow White's dress. She loved uh, the fact that she was a princess. But I think what she loved most about Snow White is how she would go outside and, and sing a song, and then all of the woodland creatures would come and, and clean the house for her. I think that was her dream. Uh, in fact, I, I know it was her dream because one day uh, I was sitting in the living room, and Issa walks in, and she goes, hey, Daddy, can, can we go outside? And I said, of course, let's go outside. And, and we step out the door, and Issa walks towards the big pine tree in our front yard, and she just starts singing. For a whole minute, she starts singing, and then she stops singing and starts crying. So me being dad of the year, I walk over to her and I say, hey, sweetheart, what's wrong? And, and she just looks at, up at me with these tear-filled hazel eyes and says, daddy, daddy, the, the woodland creatures didn't come. And I looked at her and I said, well, sweetheart, can you blame them? You were a little pitchy when you sang. I am kidding. I did not say that to a four-year-old, even though it may have been true. I looked at her and, and I could tell that she was upset, not just because the woodland creatures didn't come, but because she began to believe she wasn't a princess. And so I told her, I said, sweetheart, you are a princess. You're my princess. And I love you with every ounce of me. She smiled, we hugged, and and it was this beautiful moment. Fast forward a a few years, and one Saturday morning, I I woke up and I made coffee because when you're a 36-year-old guy, that's just what you do. And Issa walks in the kitchen. And she begins asking me how I make coffee. And I told her how many cups of water, how many scoops uh, from the grounds I use, and, and even like how I make my coffee and how mommy makes her coffee. I, I didn't think much of it at the time until the next morning, Sunday morning, uh, me and my wife wake up to our door uh, being knocked at. And Issa's knocking at the door, and she walks in with two cups of coffee. She had wanted to learn how to make coffee so that she could make me and my wife coffee. Why? simply because she loved us. Not because she was expecting to get anything in return, not because I told her or or even expected her to do it when I taught her. She just did it out of love. Issa stopped crying because she realized she is a princess, my princess. And she began uh, making me coffee, and she still makes my my coffee sometimes on the weekends, uh, simply because she loves me. And, and loves to serve. And she'll even do some chores from time to time without me asking. Uh, she wouldn't want her friends to know that, but it's true. She loves me. I love her. Today, we're going to start a series called Happily Ever After. And in this series, we're going to talk about love. We're going to talk about four types of love. Love's power, love's source, love's difference, and love's choice. We're going to talk about God and, and how God loves us. And we're going to talk about how we love God and how we love each other. And, and here's why we're doing 
a series on love, a series called Happily Ever After. It's because the world tells us that love is a feeling, that you can fall in and out of love. The problem is the world doesn't really know love, not, not true love. Uh, you see, from separating the feelings of love from its foundation, the, the world's picture of love is filled with insecurities and, and is filled with uncertainties. Uh, why? Because the world's love isn't anchored to anything. It's not connected to the source of love. It's not connected to God. Because we believe, because the scripture tells us, that God is love. And since the world does not know God, it doesn't know real love. But here's the good news. The good news is that despite the fact that we and, and the world around us doesn't know love, the good news is that God, who is love, loves us. In fact, we see throughout Scripture, especially through, through Christ and, and His death and resurrection, that He loves us. That He made a choice uh, to die for us, a, a choice that is anchored in love, not only of love of the Father, but love of us. You see, He loved you before you were born. He loved you before you took your first breath. He loves you despite the sin you have in your life, despite the, the junk you think you're bringing to the table. He loves you, period. There is power in that kind of love. So, what now? Well, today, uh, we're going to be in 1 John chapter 5. We're going to read some verses. I have three points, so let's just go ahead and jump right in. Let me read the first verse. It says this, everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God and everyone who loves the Father loves whoever has been born of him. Here's my first point. Because he loves us, we love others. Because he loves us, we love others. I love this verse, especially uh, when I think about the fact that once this talk is done and the screen turns off, you're going to go into your discipleship group. You're going to walk into a room or to a table with your brothers and your sisters in Christ, and, and you're going to sit there and you're going to talk. You have an opportunity to love each other. Because here's the truth. If you believe in Jesus, that he is Lord, that he died and, and was raised from the dead, here's the truth. You are born of God. You are a new creation. You are a child of God. You are a son and daughter of the King. Uh, that alone is powerful. But this idea that, that we, through Christ, are adopted children of God um, and, and heirs to his kingdom uh, is so powerful. But, but John takes it a step further. He goes on to write that everyone who loves the Father, whoever has been born of him, he says that we are called to be uh, to, called to love our brothers in Christ, called to love our fellow image bearers. So here's what that means. Here's a practical takeaway. It means that instead of cutting down our brothers and sisters or gossiping or slandering, that we encourage them. It means that instead of pointing uh, fellow image bearers, instead of pointing them to things of the world, that we're going to point them to the cross, that we're going to point them to Jesus Christ. Why? Well, because he loves us. And because he loves us, we're going to love others. Let me keep going. Verses 2 and 3 say this. By this we know that we love the children of God, when we love God and obey his commandments. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. Second point, because he loves us, 
we obey. Be honest for a second. When I read those verses, did you cringe a little bit? When you hear the words obey, when you hear the word commandment, do you begin to think that our God is legalistic, that being a Christian, that being a a member of this faith we call Christianity is legalistic, that it's all about following rules? If you think that, let me me challenge you on that for a second. Uh, Because I think while we think it's a set of rules, the truth is this, that the law that God has given us are protective guidelines that actually help us love God and love others. Uh, the commandments are there to help us, to guide us in love and how to love. And, and for us, when we have a relationship with God, when we are his children, we not only obey God, but here's the truth, we want to obey him. We desire to follow his commandments, to be obedient. Uh, we call this sanctification. This idea that, that uh, is a work of God's free grace. Again, something that we don't deserve but get because God loves us first. Whereby we're renewed in the whole man after the image of God and are enabled more and more to die unto sin and live unto righteousness. Specifically, the righteousness of Christ imputed in us. See, so when we love God, obeying is not burdensome. It's, it's something uh, that we get to do because we, we love him. It's something we get to do because we are being sanctified by him through the Holy Spirit, an act of his grace on us. When we love God, we obey God. Verses four and five say this, for everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believes that Jesus is the son of God? My third and final point, Because he loves us, we can overcome. Because he loves us, we can overcome. Uh, Let's not sugarcoat anything. Being a follower of Christ can be hard today. It can be difficult because the world is constantly trying to tempt us. It's constantly trying to trip us up. And I would love in your groups today if, if you talked about what maybe some of those things are. But the truth is this, that if we believe in Christ and put our faith and trust in him and in his love for us, then we can overcome the world. Why? Because he did. Because God sent his son to overcome the world. Because in his son there is victory over sin, over death, over this world. He has overcome, he has declared victory, and because of that we can overcome. Because he loves us, we can overcome. If you hear nothing else, hear this. Living happily ever after means being transformed by God's love and knowing that we can overcome the world. When our identity is rooted in God's love for us, the world's hold on us lessens and our obedience is an expression of our love towards God. So as you go into your groups, uh, we provided some awesome questions uh, to your leaders for you guys to talk about. But don't leave tonight without asking these two questions. The first one being, what does it mean to believe in Jesus? And the second, what does it mean to love him? Living happily ever, ever after means understanding the power that comes through love, the transforming love that comes only from God. 
and his and, and the love that he has given to his children, given to you. You have power through God's love. Let me pray. Father, thank you so much for your son whom you sent because you love us. And thank you that because you sent your son for those who believe you call children. And as children, Lord, we get to love you. We get to obey you. We get to love others. Lord, we thank you for a love that is so powerful, for a love that knows no bounds. Jesus, we love you and we give you tonight. It's your name we pray. Amen. See you guys.